Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, so I had this thought the other month, (laughs) and I've been wanting to share it, but I honestly didn't really know where to start because it's something that I struggle with, and it's something that I want to get better at, so I wanted to be like in the right mind space when I was talking about it because I wanted it to be effective, but instead of waiting for the right moment or instead of waiting for me to just like totally conquer this, which is probably not what will ever happen, I I mean, I hope so, like God help me. But I wanted to talk about something that I heard in a message a couple months ago because it like really made me want to be better. So I was listening to this speaker and they said, stop bleeding on people who didn't even cut you. Stop bleeding on people who didn't even cut you. That statement has stuck with me for months and it's been rolling around in my head. I don't know if you've, you've ever had a thought like that that just rolls around in your mind and it will pop up in different scenarios, but it's been something in my mind that has just come up over and over and over. And I think that's because I struggle with it and I don't know about you, but it doesn't take a lot to like get cut. And I have a very high pain tolerance in, in like the physical, I have a very high pain tolerance, but the worst, like the absolute worst feelings are like the tiny paper cuts or, or small hangnails that you even get, you know, like, and they cut you. And I think that that's a lot of times what happens in our life is that we have these annoyances or these cuts. And instead of being focused on like the rest of our body, like we keep some we keep hitting that spot over and over like yesterday okay i was trying to pour something like a product that i had in a larger bottle and i was trying to put it in a smaller bottle but i couldn't get the cap open and i was like pushing on it and i was trying to open it i don't know if you guys have ever had this happen but i'm like trying to open up this dumb plastic cap and it cut me it cut my finger and it was it was bleeding so much like this dumb little cut on my finger was bleeding so much that I had to put a bandaid on instantly because it wouldn't like stop gushing blood and I was like holding toilet paper on it wouldn't stop put a bandaid on bled through the bandaid so then finally I was so tired it was like late at night I <laughs> I wrapped tissues around my finger and then put a hair tie around my finger so that I could just go to sleep. (laughs) And that is like so ghetto, but I didn't have another Band-Aid, okay? So I was just trying to make it happen. But I was just thinking about how like today, even I keep hitting this finger. And I have, like that's like probably like .00001 of like my body mass is this tiny part of my finger. Maybe, I don't even know, I'm not good at math, so I'm just giving you an example. But it's like a very small part of my body is where this little cut is, but I somehow keep hitting it. And all of my focus is on this cut. And whenever I'm picking up things, it hurts because that's my finger and I use my finger. So I'm like trying to hold things differently, trying to avoid the cut. But I was telling my friend today, if I squeeze this little tiny cut hard enough, I know it would bleed again. And I know that like I would be in a situation again where my finger would just start bleeding. If I if I squeezed it hard enough or if I hit it hard enough, it would start bleeding again. And some of us 
we are so focused on the little cuts in our life that your boss, your friend, your spouse, you walk into a room and you're bleeding all over them. They're paying the price and they didn't even cut you. Maybe it was, you know, you had a presentation at work and it didn't go as well as you wanted to, or maybe you didn't get a good good enough night's sleep, or maybe, I don't know, you just don't feel like 100%. Or maybe you did get in a fight with your spouse and you go to work that next day and you're just on edge with people. I am often guilty of this, okay? And I think about how even today, like I've been hyper aware of my finger like sometimes you don't even realize how you're putting your cut, you're putting your 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 issue, you're putting your frustration on the forefront of your focus and you can't focus on a lot of things at one time. Like you can't focus on loving on somebody and be very frustrated with them at the same time. Like it's just, it's very difficult because your frustration is going to win. Okay. But for me, I just, I was thinking about how like I make, sometimes I make people pay for something that they never did to me. Like with my friend, like one of my friends that I work with, like there's times where I'll come into work and I'm like telling on myself right now, hopefully to help you, but there's times I'll go into work and I'll be frustrated and I'll like, be short with them and they have done nothing to me and I have to apologize because I'm bleeding on them and they didn't cut me and you know the Bible talks about do unto others as you would have them do unto you and all that stuff but I think something that is really important at the at least for me in the season of my life is not to magnify the minor things not to magnify the insignificant things Like I have an entire body that's functioning, but I have this tiny cut in my finger. And if I let this tiny cut in my finger override everything else that's working in my body, then I'm going to be like not effective. And it's the same thing in our life. If we let that frustration, if we let that hurt, if we let that situation or that person have power in our life, you're taking away power and time and focus from something else. You can only do so much. You can only focus so much. You can only prioritize so much. And I just want to remind you to stop bleeding on people who didn't even cut you. Like sometimes I feel like people get in my way. Like I don't know if anyone else out there understands this. You could be listening to this thinking like, Keila, you're a terrible person. But I'm just trying to be real with you guys today. Like Today, I'm driving around and there's so many people. In my car, by the way, in Texas, it said it was 113 degrees. Like, where am I right now? Like, this this is not earth weather. Like, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. But for me, I'm like hot. I'm already frustrated. I'm in my car. My finger's got a cut on it. (laughs) But there's these people and they're driving like an idiot. Like, they just are. And I'm sitting there going, what are you doing? What are these people doing? And then like, I kind of caught myself and I'm like, I don't care. I'm not in a hurry. I would like to not wait behind this dumb person who's, they're not dumb, okay? I'm just 
being real with how I felt. They're not a dumb person. But I don't want to wait behind this person who has to make sure every single lane is clear before they turn into the lane. Like, I don't know if you know people like that as they drive. But it's like, I'm just trying to get home. But I have to remind myself, like, ultimately, God knows what's ahead of me. He knows what time I need to get there. He knows, like, how I need to get there. And sometimes what we look at as a delay is actually deliverance from God. What we look at as a frustration is actually God protecting us, like God helping us. And if I if I look at someone in my life as a frustration, or if, if I let something that's small frustrate me to the point of affecting my whole day, not only am I not giving God room to work in my life, I'm letting the enemy have power in my day. So I was talking to... Um, someone this last two weeks and they asked me, they said, cause I was telling about this issue that I had and they asked me, they said, well, how do you fix it? And sometimes for me, I don't really know why I feel certain ways that I feel until I start talking about them. Like once I start talking about the issue, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why I feel that way. <laughs> I think I need to do some more emotional exploration or something, but it's just the way that I process emotions is that I'll start talking about it and then I'm like, that's why that's happening. That's why I feel this way. But so this person asked me, he said, well, how do you fix it? And I sat there for a second. I was like really thinking like, how do I fix it? Because I don't want to just be a problem person. You know, uh, one of our friends, our family friends, he says, if you tell more than three people, you're just looking for attention. You're not actually looking for help. I don't know if you got that. (laughs) If you're telling more than three people about your problems, you're not looking for help. You're looking for attention. And so I really want to be better. I really want to grow. And so I have to look at the situation. I have to go and look at the situations in my life. And I have to go, how can I fix this? Do I have the answer? And my honest response was, I don't know. Like to my problem that I was talking about, I said, I don't know how to fix it. And this person said, I bet you, you do. I bet you, you do know how to fix it. And I just said, okay. <laughs> but I think for me, there's been this like unfolding since I had that conversation where I've been doing like some self-discovery and I've been thinking about why I do things that I do, why I don't do things I should, like why I hold back at times, um, why I'm not aware of certain things that I should be aware of in moments. Like I've just been been doing like this self-reflection and it brought me back to this quote or this this statement that I heard in the message that says stop bleeding on people who didn't even cut you and I don't want to go through my life making people pay for something that they never did and even if they did it even if they did something against me I'm just going to get better uh Joel Osteen he has this quote and he says it's not affecting them like your unforgiveness you holding on to that issue is not affecting the other person it's just infecting you and I think you know we like for me I have this cut on my finger but if I'm to like mess with it or if I'm to focus on it too much like I'm gonna baby it and then I might even cause it to bleed more because I'm just I'm too so focused on it and it's weird how like when you focus on something more you end up hitting it more like I don't know if you've ever done that but it's like I've had 
people kicked my feet so much growing up in life. Like my toenails have been ripped off so many times. I know that that's gross, but there, I'm so aware of my feet because of my toenails being ripped off so much that I literally like will avoid other people's feet, but somehow people still kick my feet. I don't understand how, except for the fact that like, I'm so overly aware of my feet. And sometimes we're so overly aware of our hurt that we actually end up getting more hurt. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but this is a real thing for me that I'm like having some self-discovery on. Like the more I am aware of my hurt, the more I make other people aware of my hurt. There is a certain healthy point where you have to be aware so that you can move on and so that you know what to fix. But there's like this threshold, I feel like, that if you keep dwelling on it, if you don't do the right self-discovery and you don't mature through it, it just actually stalls you. It keeps you in that place of hurt. It keeps you in that place um, of immaturity. You know, my mom, um, my mom has this thing that she told my brother once. She said, the most defensive person is the most insecure. And I think in our life, we can get really defensive about our hurt, like, you know, if, if someone was to like hit my finger that I cut or kick my foot, I could be like, hey, hey, I, I already have this cut here. Watch out. Or hey, watch out. Like don't kick my feet. And they might not know why I'm so sensitive about that, but I could get really defensive because I'm trying, I'm like intentionally trying to do something or I'm, I'm more focused on something that maybe they're not, or maybe they're not aware of like what something means to me. That's a lot of times where I get hurt is I have this expectation that people are supposed to know how much something means to me or why something's important to me, but I I don't ever explain that. Like I just expect for them to know. And so my expectation actually leads me to the hurt because I'm so overly aware of what I don't want to feel and what I do want to feel from people that I'm left with this deficit or this disappointment of what I don't feel. So it's like trying to find a balance between knowing how you want to be treated, having boundaries, but not putting the expectation on people, but putting the expectation on yourself. Like one of the things my dad always taught me is if you see a deficit, if you see a gap, if you see a lack, if you see something you can fix, it's your job to fix it. It's your job to bring it. It's your job to do it. Like you've been brought to that awareness for a reason. But I think sometimes we become aware and we want other people to fix it. We want other people to do it. We want other people to handle it. But that's why you've been made aware of it is so that you can handle it. And God's given you the tools that you need to do that. So while I'm on this personal journey of, I think back to the conversation where I was talking to someone and they said, I bet you you'd have the answer to your problem. And I said, I don't know. Now my answer would be, I'm in progress of unveiling it or I'm in process of unveiling that answer, but I know it's inside of me because I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. And the Bible talks about how the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance things you've learned that you don't even know that are inside of you. And I'm paraphrasing that verse in the Bible, but basically he's going to bring things up in me as I go on this self journey of growth and maturity emotionally and, and just through some things in my life so that I can be better. And so that this thing can actually be useful in my life. You know, I love, I love going back to the the analogy of, you know, muscles in the gym. Whenever you're going to the gym, in order for your muscles to actually grow, there has to be micro tears um, in your muscle fibers. And what happens is those, those tears cause your body to build back up 
more muscle fibers. So your muscles get bigger, they get stronger in those areas where they've torn. And even like a bone, whenever you break a bone, it actually grows back thicker than what your actual bones are naturally. And I think about how in your life, when you've been hurt, when you've been ripped apart, when you've been cut, you have the opportunity, like it's it's weird because you think about people in the gym that like lift wrong, their bodies actually get misshaped. Like I know people who just focus on like, like guys, they'll just focus on their chest muscles and then they'll actually, or they'll focus, sorry, on like their shoulders or their arms, but they have no chest muscles. <laughs> like they just are, or, or they're top heavy because they skip leg day. <laughs> like you can actually misshape your muscles. And I think we can do the same thing with our hurt. You can think you're in a healing process, but there's certain things looking back that maybe didn't get set right. Like whenever you break a bone, a lot of times they have to set your bone so that it grows straight. I think I think in me, there's been certain things that I've thought I was healed in, but the older I've gotten and the more self-aware that I've gotten, I've realized, okay, that 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 hurt didn't get set in the right perspective. That that broken part of me didn't get set in the right perspective. So as I grew, it grew kind of crooked. And even though I moved forward, I'm kind of having to retrace, okay, there was a fracture here that isn't aligned how I want it to be aligned. Um, Okay, there was a tear here that didn't align how I wanted it to be aligned. Like, I don't know if you ever have had a scar, but sometimes you don't know how scars are going to heal. I learned this. Actually, I was in an accident um, over a little over a year ago. It was actually a year and a half ago now uh, in Costa Rica. I was ziplining and my neck decided to be the um, break for my zipline. So I swung up on the zipline and actually my neck is the thing that stopped me. Thank God I'm still alive. Uh, but it burned through my hair, burned through my sports bra, burned through my tank top and basically burned so deep into my back that it carterized like any bleeding. So there was no bleeding, but it was so far down into my skin, like I literally asked my husband, can you see my bone? Um, Because I knew, I knew something was wrong. And, you know, I didn't know how that was going to heal. But a a year and a half later, like the skin there is a little bit thicker. And it's, it's a different texture. But there's ways that I can actually help that to heal better. Like by staying out of the sun, um, by taking care of my skin, uh, by putting sunscreen on. There's different things that I can do. There's actually like laser treatments and stuff that maybe I, I might possibly try in the future, but there's things that I can do to help that scar heal right. But there's certain things that you don't even realize how it's healing until it's done. And then you look and you got to kind of critique it or um, you got to kind of go a little bit deeper into the healing process. And that's where I feel like I'm at with certain things in my life right now is it's not that I haven't healed. It's not that I haven't made progress. There's just some fine micro tunes <laughs> or there's some tuning, micro tuning that I need to do in my life in order to be the person that I want to be because there's still moments like I'm sure with you where you find like, oh, okay, I'm weak in this area. Okay, well, I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be seen that way. I don't want to bring that into a room. I don't want to bring this into a relationship. And so the only way to change those things is to reset the hurt and to reset the break and to to take care of it in a way that doesn't baby it and that doesn't make it bigger a bigger deal than it is, but lets it heal in the right place. And it putting something in the right place and in the right perspective 
is always putting it in the hands of God. The areas that I, that haven't healed correctly are areas that I've had to, or tried to, not had to. I felt like I had to, but areas where I controlled it. Like the areas that I didn't fully release to God are the areas that didn't heal right. So in your life, if you're finding something's not quite connecting, whether it's emotionally, relationally, physically, it's probably because you've tried to control it on your own and it's not in the hands of God. So maybe like you're not, maybe you have a lot of things you're going through and maybe you're, maybe you're like super jacked up right now and I've been there before, but maybe you're like me and you're just in this season, you're doing like these micro tuning shifts where you're going, okay, this could get me to a better place. This can help me, my come across, this can help maybe me loving on people more. And it's like these little tiny shifts you can make that you have the answer to. You just need the Holy Spirit's help to know in those moments when to apply it and when to be aware of it because we need his help to be aware. We need his help to apply. And so I just, I wanted to just share this with you today just to just say, be aware, like I'm trying to be aware, like I'm, I'm encouraging us together. Like when I, whenever I say be aware, I'm like telling myself that. Be aware of not bleeding on people who didn't even cut you. Because even like I said earlier, if someone did cut you, it's not going to affect them. It's going to infect you the longer you hold on and the longer it festers and the longer it sits and the longer it settles. Just like a wound, if you don't clean it, if you don't take care of it, it's going to get infected. And a lot of us are walking around with, with infected parts of our life, infected parts of our past. Like, like someone brings up something or you hear something in a song or you see something in a movie and you're like, no, I don't go there. And I don't want to have any of those places in my life. I want... God to be able to use every part of my life. And so that means I have to look at every part of my life. I can't just act like something doesn't exist. I can't just move on and not handle something. I have to give God every part so that he can, he can set it in the right direction so that I can heal in the right direction so that I can be used in the right direction. So there's not like this element of control, which I know I'm always going to struggle with as a human. And so are you is this element of control and like you have to handle it because it's scary to let go. And sometimes you don't even realize you're holding on. But let's not walk into our jobs. Let's not walk into our marriages. Let's not walk into our relationships and bleed on people. Let's not, like, I saw this, I saw this quote, actually, it was probably four years ago. And it said something like this. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly because it just came to my mind. But it said, be the kind of person that can go through the fire and not smell like smoke. Like, don't bring it with you. If you've gone through the fire, that's awesome. I love the the whole idea of even like gold being refined in fire. You know, there's this thing that happens with gold where you put it in fire, you put fire under it. And there's this thing called dross, which is basically like the dirt, the leftovers, the stuff that doesn't need to be in gold that keeps it from being pure. And it says, you know, it's actually, there's parts of this in the Bible, but people talk about this too, but they, they burn away the dross. So they'll, they'll take away the, the dirt, the stuff that's not working. Well, how do you even get the dross to come out? You got to put fire under the gold first. 
You know, there's things that we go through in our life. There's things that we experience in our life that are like a fire and they bring up what's not working in us. And it's our job to let that stuff in, to let it go into the hands of God so that we can be a pure vessel, so that we can be stronger, so that we can be more powerful in his kingdom and more anointed in his kingdom to do what he's called us to do because the, the enemy wants you to get full of the wrong stuff and to walk around hurt and you don't even know it, to, wa- to walk around cut and you don't even know it, to walk around broken and set wrong and you don't even know it until someone hits a pressure point. Like, you know, in the doctor, whenever like something's hurt, they'll like squeeze around on the area and they'll be like, tell me when it hurts. And you're like, or at the chiropractor or something. Like I remember going to the chiropractor, they're like, does any, does any area specifically hurt? And I'm like, no. And they start pushing around. I'm like, oh, that kind of hurts. Well, you don't realize until someone hits that point. Like don't walk around like a ticking time bomb and someone touches a sensitive area and then it's like you explode on them. That's what bleeding on somebody who never cut you looks like. And I know for me, it's not that I'm going to be perfect. It's not that I'm going to have it all together, but I want to be the kind of person that knows I have the answers, not because I'm smart, not because I, I am the most mature, not because I'm perfect, but because I have the Holy Spirit inside of me, I have the answer because I have the Holy Spirit. And God can see higher and think higher and do things on a level that I could never do. So at the moment that I, that I involve God, the Bible says that his power is made perfect in my weakness. I say this all the time on this podcast, that whenever you're weak, whenever you hand things over to God, it becomes something that it could have never been on its own because on its own, like on your own, on our own, we're imperfect, we're flawed, we're not really worth much. But with God, we're able to do more, faster, at a higher level, and at a more valuable place than we could ever do on our own. So for me, I don't want to walk around jacked up and I don't even know it till someone hits a pressure point or until someone looks at me the wrong way, or until someone cuts me off in traffic, or until my husband says that one thing that he shouldn't have said that he didn't even know he shouldn't have said, but that just set me off for about a week. <laughs> That's that's a real thing that happens in our lives. And, you know, just like God is using people and wants to use people, the enemy wants to use people too for the negative. So you get the choice of what means more to you. Is that hurt going to mean more than God's healing? Is that that situation that you don't have enough going to mean more than the the provision of God? Is Is the gift of who God's or what God's given you in your life going to be more powerful or is your pain and your hurt and what you've been through and what no one else understands? Because for me, at least, as long as I'm breathing, God's given me something to work with. And all I have to do is put it back in his hands. And he's the one that does the miracles. He's the one that multiplies it. So today, just as you're going about your day, whether you're getting ready right now, you're in the car, you're at the gym, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I want to challenge you just like I'm challenged today. Don't bleed on people who didn't even cut you. And give God the things that you've been trying to control because if you don't, they're going to get set wrong. They're going to heal wrong and they won't actually fully be healed. And you're going to be having all these things come up in your life and you're going to wonder, why am I responding that way? Why do I feel that way? How can I get over this? Because it didn't get set in the right perspective. God has so much for you. He has so much ahead of you. And guess what? He's never going to leave you or forsake you. Your only thing that you have to do is trust him. My sister said something actually on Instagram this week, and I thought it was good. She said, your faith needs a job. Like when you have faith in God, you're giving it something to do. But if you don't ever give your faith something to do, it's just sitting around. And guess what you're going to put your faith in? What you feel. 
you're going to think that what you feel is the most real. But if you're putting your faith in God, his power, his purpose, his provision, his perspective, all the P's, (laughs) they're going to override any pain or hurt or cut or anything that you could face because your faith is already working towards something. So whenever the distractions come, whenever the hurt comes, whenever the disruption comes, you can divert your focus and go, oh no, that's not worth my time because I'm already doing something else. I hope this helps you today. This is a lot. This is a lot. I know. Maybe you're going to have to listen to this podcast a couple of times. I know this is something that I'm going to be thinking about for a long time. And hopefully God does a work in my life. And I would love to share some of this with you guys along the way as I learn. But I just trust God with my process. And I know I want to be better. And I know if you're listening to this podcast and you even took the time to listen to this, you want to be better too. I want to encourage you, share share my podcast with people that want to be leaders and want to grow. This isn't just a podcast for women. This isn't just a podcast for Christians. This is a podcast for every single person that wants to be their best. And whether you agree with everything I say or not, I believe that there's something in there for you that can help you be the best you that you can be. So anyways, I hope that encourages you. hope it challenges you. And I'm on my process of finding my own answers of how to get over things, how to be better, and how to not bleed on people who didn't even cut me. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.